Welcome back, everybody, to episode 92. 92, we're almost there, man. We're taking it down. We're taking it down. Episode 100 is looming close. It's very, very close. Of course, I am Meals. I'm here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. Yes, yes. Um, You are listening to the Lookout podcast, of course, Mm -hmm. we can listen to. um, You can follow us at the Lookout on RNC on Twitter. You can subscribe to us on the Lookout on RNC Radio, on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere we can find podcasts. Um, We've been taking down. We've been listen. This has been (laughs) very, very lax. Yes, we, yes. we just finished our review of Demon Slayer. So if you have not checked that out, please do check that out. We just It was just literally the last episode. Um, but this episode, we have a very special guest on, to be okay. honest with you. This is, very, very this is someone who I've definitely, I, I, I felt like, yo, we should interview him because I feel like he has just more, like the wealth of knowledge, like the fountain yeah. of knowledge. That's and what stuff we look like for, that. you know? I mean, le- legendary stuff today truly absolutely listen he is an adr director he is a voice actor he is a script writer wow. he is a he is a, pi- a clown pirate he is wow. a turtle hermit wow. he is a <laughs> he's a member of the survey corps um we want to welcome to the lookout mike mcfarlane welcome to the show my man Hey, man, thanks for having me, and thanks for that fun intro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you wear a lot of hats. That's right. I, I have more than one hat. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a few hats. Yeah, absolutely, 100%, man. How are you feeling today? How's everything going? I am not bad today, man. I had a, um, I got up a little earlier than I normally would, and it was beautiful outside, so I went for a, a ride on my bike, which I normally just save for Saturdays and Sundays. So uh, okay. it was nice. nice to have that to start my day off with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same. And, uh, I mean, same here. I rode on a stationary bike, not as scenic, not as beautiful, but still. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. No. Yeah. 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 yeah I've, I've got the stationary, too. I mean, it is a spring here in Texas, which means there's a 50-50 shot of it being, you know, beautiful or tornadoes oh, of and hail. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. absolutely well well listen all right since we're talking about bikes and stuff like that i, I want to ask you this is a random this is a random out of the park question this is a, mm-hmm. all right even for even for jeff and mark have you yeah. been on instagram and seen will smith as of late this is random let's see i i think i saw one picture of will smith where it was like you know this is me now or something like that but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah outside yeah. of that i haven't seen very much of uh, of uh of will smith on instagram my uh i don't follow a lot of folks on instagram i'm still kind of getting used mm-hmm. to it i'm more of a twitter guy of course of course same well same here absolutely yeah. <laughs> same here um i bring this up because and you say you're a twitter guy if you mm-hmm. go on mike's instagram on mike's twitter Mm-hmm. The first thing you see is this man <laughs> whose body has come, who's transformed, who is showing off his, you know, what he's been doing for the last year, working on his health, working on everything. I want to ask you, has it, it was this in terms of working on your health? Because you say, like, listen, you, you dropped a lot of weight. You feel like you're maybe you're in the best shape of your life. I don't know. Um, was working on your health a priority in, the, in this last year with kind of everything going on? It was, um, and uh, to be honest, the, the picture itself really, as far as the way I look at it, it was more of a uh, like an inst- like 
I knew that it was time for people to do New Year's resolutions. I don't want to just say, hey, man, mm. if you're making one like this, right. I know it's hard, but I'm pushing for you and I know you can do it. And here is a result because I did this last year. So please believe that all things are possible. Um, Absolutely. But um, yeah, I, I, I am someone who, you know, as you mentioned from all the, the hat wearing and such, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty busy. Like I, I work really long days. Um, so I don't, I didn't always prioritize my own health and my own, you know, you know, mental well-being, physical well-being, all of those sorts of things. I was like, I really got to push for, uh, you know, to get as much work done as possible mm -hmm. and to meet deadlines and all these sorts of things. And in, uh, and in the between time, I'm just going to crash in between and just totally rest. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the balance was not good and it was not good on my end. Like I needed, I needed to manage my time better. Like right. it wasn't anything that anyone was doing to me. It was what I was doing to myself. So um, with the, uh, with the pandemic going on, uh, mm -hmm. it took, um, you know, for one, one thing it did do was take a lot of my driving time out of places, you know, to, to places. Commuting. To yeah. 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 I didn't have to go anywhere or be anywhere. I, I, I mostly worked out of the house. So that took a, a couple of hours a day of, uh, time that I had back that I could put towards something else. And I had always, you know, for the past several years have just said, well, I just don't have time to do this anymore. And I guess this mm -hmm. is just the way life is. And that wasn't true. Once again, that was just me, you know, not prioritizing <laughs> things and, right. not, and not sorting my life out properly, but it did offer up right. time that it didn't previously have. And so I wanted to put it towards, well, I'm going to get back into trying to, you know, be healthy, be fit. And, uh, you know, uh, along with the, the commute uh, being taken out, I'm also making a lot of my own meals because, you know, we're not going to go to restaurants and things like that during this time period. So I learned how to cook more for myself and learned how to, you know, experiment more with spices and try different foods and just all sorts of things uh, to see what I could do to feel satiated as far as my hunger goes, uh, but also eat things that I thought tasted good. I didn't want to be like, yay, we're on a diet. Everything tastes like styrofoam. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't right. want that. <laughs> I don't want that. So I wanted to make sure that I'm like, you know, I can eat things that are healthy for me, but find ways to make them taste good that don't make them bad for me. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It gave me a lot well, of time to do that too. So I'll say, I, you know, just reading the comments underneath the post, man, you definitely inspired so many people. I know Mills is a, he's a, a, a gem nut as well. So uh, Listen, it's awesome. You know, we, we definitely appreciate it. And we're proud of you, you know, obviously, oh, but thanks, yeah, man. Man, it's Thank incredible. I'm, I'm the people, you know, leaving you messages and uh, saying how inspired they are. That that's incredible. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I, um, I, I, if you will notice throughout my, you know, if you look through a lot more of my Twitter or whatever else, I don't tend to post a lot of like selfies and pictures of myself and things like that. So even just putting that up there was like, uh, it was kind of a big deal for me. So, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not like, I'd imagine. I'm not, yeah, uh, I'm not a constant like, um, look at me, look at me, look at me. Every time I post right. something, it's more about like, hey, here's a cool thing I worked on or here's this cool show I watched or yeah. whatever. And lately it's also been like, I'm still doing it, guys. I'm still doing the exercise thing. That's um, awesome, man. But yeah, uh, that. That took a that took a lot of uh, of mental fortitude or whatever you'd like to call it for me to go like I'm going to put that up there because I think it might help people. And good for you, Mike. Seriously, that's incredible. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, thank you very much. The the, the last year, I mean, I asked. So we asked this uh, previously. We interviewed, you know, last year we interviewed Gabe Kunda earlier mm -hmm. this year. Gabe, um, yeah, great guy, great, great guy. Guys. 
he's a great, great voice. <laughs> great voice. Yeah, I, I've worked with him many times. He he does a great job, and he's a really good dude. Absolutely. Um, we asked them the similar question. Do you remember the day where everything kind of shut down and how did it kind of affect? I mean, you talked about it a little in terms of like what you were able to prioritize and things like that, but kind of like how did it affect the things that you do? Because I imagine it affected it majorly, like completely. It did. Um, I remember it being as far as like work and things of that nature. It happened like lunchtime on a Monday in March, early March. Um, I think we went into the weekend where people had already mentioned like, hey, this is going on and it doesn't seem to be getting better and people are getting worried and stuff like that. And um, we weren't sure how long, you know, or, or what the outcome was going to be. Uh, but that following Monday, I think that it came to a head and... Uh, uh, either with the news or with whatever else, maybe, you know, it's hard to remember specifically what happened during that time frame. But from my perspective, it was just a, you know, we're going home, everyone be home, go home, be isolated, take care of yourselves. Uh, we will sort this out and let you know how we go, you know, moving forward from here. But for now, we're not all going to be here hanging out in the same building, breathing together. Like we're right. not going to do that. So, um, and I still recall those early days of, um, of the pandemic where it's like, you know, this is okay. Wait, this is not okay. This other thing's okay. No, that's not okay either. It was just a whole bunch of <laughs> right. uncertainty. We're like, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, the anxiety level just shoots through the oh, sky. Like, what, what can I do? What, what's okay? Right. You know, which uh, led to, you know, w- w- the uncertainty led to a lot of people like, I'm just going to stay home forever, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it felt like. I'm, yeah. Mills and I, we, t- we texted a lot throughout the, like the beginning of the pandemic. We worked a lot too. Like we were doing a lot of shows, maybe mm-hmm. the most shows that we've ever done this you know, last year and, uh, oh, you know, you. yeah, we had, we had to, we had to lean on each other a lot of times, you know, so it was definitely, it was definitely a, a strange time, but I'm, I'm, it looks like we're, we're getting there. So hopefully uh, better times coming, you know? Yeah. Right. Agreed. I, agreed. I want to, I want to ask you because you've done a lot of voice acting, you've done a lot of ADR directing over the last number 20 of years. Had you had ever experienced like maybe even like doing things remotely, recording remotely, sending it in and stuff like that, or, or, you like you know, a lot of FaceTime, a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of Google Meet meetings and stuff like that. Have you ever experienced really kind of doing that sort of aspect and, you know, directing and producing and stuff like that? I had done a bit of um, acting for someone else in a remote capacity, in a voice acting capacity. Um, I probably like super early 2000s, maybe even late 90s. Uh, I worked with something that I think some folks still use, which is a, an ISDN line, but that must've been like the earlier days of it. Um, and I was being directed by someone in another state uh, through an audition process. Uh, and uh, it happened a few times after that, but that was like super early on. And it was definitely like, like I am on the, uh, the acting end of things without knowledge of how any of this stuff works. I'm going <laughs> right. to a place where it works and I can just show up there locally and then someone across the country or wherever can hear me and things are fluid. And, and, and you know, at that point it's, it's magic. You know, there's, I have no idea how this works. It's just magic. Um, but uh, as far as uh, beyond that, you know, rarely, you know, like I, I don't even like use FaceTime very much when I talk to people. <laughs> like I, I, I do so now, you know, because you know, how else are you going to see a lot of folks? 
But um, leading up to the pandemic, I didn't do a lot of that. Um, and even when I was involved in productions that weren't necessarily a local production, mm-hmm. um, I would find myself leaving town to work on them probably 70, 80% of the time. Like there's a, there was definitely a few where I found that I could, you know, work somewhere locally and then um, someone remotely would uh, either Skype in or however many, many means there are by which to communicate. Uh, and I could just stay local, but uh, it, it, it wasn't nearly as often as, Hey, you booked this job in New York or Hey, you booked this job wherever um, get, get, get here, <laughs> get on a plane and arrive right, in New York right. and go to LA, go wherever. Yeah. Do you prefer the travel? Do you prefer the, the preference in studio or, you know, are, at this point, are you more comfortable just kind of doing it in your own space? I don't mind doing it in my own space. Um, I, you know, I still got to, as everyone does who has gear, like there's always more gear to get and cooler gear and you can always right. do more mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. You know, there's always that. But uh, I have some stuff that works and seems to, to fit the bill. Uh, I like having the opportunities and not having them like, well, you know, since this is going on, there will be no opportunity. Like, I'm yeah. very thankful that there are opportunities and that they've increased a bit because everyone's in the same boat. Like, even, you know, if, uh, even folks in New York who are working on New York productions, they they still work remotely. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like at right. least for a lot of the pandemic, I think things are easing up a little bit here and there now, now that, you know, right. a third of the country has been vaccinated. Um, but for the most part, Everyone is still doing, you know, a lot of things remotely. As far as my preference, all things being equal, I really like traveling. I really like seeing people. I really like right. looking at someone face to face when we work together. That. You know, uh, I, I like that camaraderie, and mm-hmm. you can't always get that via just doing these sorts of Zoom sessions and you know, voice only type sessions. For but sure. once again, I so appreciate that they're there at all. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, I would say one of probably the most recent productions that you've had to, I assume, like either Zoom or kind of all remote has been this latest season of Attack on Titan. That's correct. Um, yeah. Huge. <laughs> it, it, the the timing of kind of everything of when this show is coming out and, and just kind of how popular it is. I mean, it has become this was like must see every time yeah. breaks Twitter we watch every, this week. As a family. every week. Yeah. <laughs> every week. Um, and you guys, you just wrapped up essentially the, the, the premiere of the final episode of attack on time. I think it premiered sometime last week. Um, so you guys are wrapped up with the, the first part of season four. How was that experience? The first of the final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. The first of the final. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the experience was uh, like, I have to admit going into it, you know, like I'd worked on a few things in this, you know, in this time period remotely, et cetera, et cetera, and gotten kind of used to it. And, you know, the more you do things like that, the more you get accustomed to it. And then they're like, hey, we found this trick. If we do this, this and this, and then this thing becomes so much easier or so much better. And you learn those things as you go along. Um, I'm glad that uh, Titan didn't come back until like, you know, nine months or so into this sort of scenario, <laughs> I would have really been like pulling my hair out of like, okay, April of 2020, here we go. I'm like, no, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is way too difficult to do this way. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that we had all of the time to prep and continue uh, tweaking out how this process will work. Um, it also allowed me to, um, 
have some uh, interesting opportunities with the casting. Uh, Attack on Titan has always been a show that's had people from, you know, all over the place that work on it. There's some uh, Los Angeles actors and there's some uh, uh, various places around uh, Texas in general. Like there's some Austin actors and there's some Houston actors on it. Um, and uh, that was able to continue uh, with the cast that existed. And it was also able to continue with some new cast. So I had some, you know, new folks from Houston and new folks from Los Angeles and whatever else. So I can keep the uh, show going with, uh, you know, an interesting array of folks who have never, ever collectively all been in a show together before. Ever. Right. Right. So, you know, and that's important to me. Uh, I, I do know that in this particular medium that sometimes, uh, you know, like, oh, we see these same 10, 15, 18, 20 people on a lot of stuff, even if it's not the exact same things. But uh, and I'm aware of that. But I also want to pick the best person for every part. For so sure. sometimes if it's like, you know, like, hey, you've seen this person a million times, but this like like this part was more or less written for them. Like this is a great part for them. And then there's also these other opportunities like this would be a great actor for this particular role. And they may not have done very much before, but they're going to they're going to knock it out of the park with this role. Because, you know, once again, I've like had an audition process and I have found people um, through recommendations or referrals or I've seen their work previously. And upon looking at what it is that we're going into via the manga and the few episodes that I have to look at so far, this is going to be a good match. Mm-hmm. So it, it was really fun to uh, work with a bunch of folks that I haven't worked before at all uh, in this capacity and, and get them to work on, on this show to kind of join the existing seasons of Titan, especially with season four, because it starts out where you're, you know, different yeah, country with yeah. like, like 95% different cast. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We, hear, we hear the diversity. Yeah, we definitely hear yeah. the diversity on the show. But I mean, in general, there's so many different characters uh, yeah. and, you know, you naturally get drawn to them just off their personality. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, it's refreshing. M- massive debates, whether people are go- oh, like man. Gobby or not, whether oh, they, man. they, it, it, or like, um, like, you, you know, I, we, we got accustomed to saying her name a certain way. And then I found out during the dub that that's not how I actually <laughs> say her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm talking about, Yel- we, we say Yelena, but it's Yelena. I'm Yelena. Assuming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I went with Yelena. I I researched the name. The name um, that is surprisingly enough, that name has like twenty pronunciations <laughs> around the world. They didn't make like, it easy. Okay. So I was like, you know, I, I would listen to one and you know try to figure out, okay, where in this map of this you know not real world would this be a right. real world right. correlation, Makes and where sense. would they be from, and all that sort of stuff. And then on top of that. How is that going to sound with everyone else around uh, Yelena? Uh, but I was just really surprised. I went to, you know, I uh, I ventured forth on the internet to Forvo and all sorts of other places <laughs> where I researched the, uh, and I did that every time that we have a new character. And I did it in the beginning with a, a lot of the of the character names too, because a lot of them have a, a Germanish type origin. Uh-huh. Um, um, and uh I went with the one that seemed to make the most sense uh, and had like a lot of uh, European nations pronounce it that way. So did it, did it feel like a vast or, or a major kind of shift because we've known the attack on Titan cast to kind of be, I mean, pretty much it's established as this kind of like very 
large cast in a sense at the beginning and then like people die yeah, throughout yeah, the show. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah they, pretty, pretty quick. They don't, but not everybody makes it. Yeah. Not everybody not everyone makes, makes it. it. No, right. No, it, no. it ends up being like a game was at some point, like we were watching Heart it for the first pulling time. Pulling at your heartstrings. Yeah. yeah. We were, we were watching for the first time, I think last summer, Jeff and I, and we're yeah, just reacting. Yeah. We're like, oh man, I'm feeling this character. And then like, <laughs> bam, gets swished by the female Titan. You, you have to understand, Mike, you're coming from like a My Hero academia enthusiast, a Hunter Hunter enthusiast, you know? And so yeah. we're, we're starting, we were starting this, like Mill said, this past summer. And I mean, losing people so quickly is like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially coming from shows like that, like, oh, we have this dark element. I'm like, this show is a dark element. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this, this, this show is like, see, it's, it's a wonderful show, but man, it like, it can take your, your brain into a depressive, oh, sad state repeatedly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's working. Absolutely. That's how you know it works. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it pulls all the heartstrings. It's very compelling. You want to keep watching, especially that first season. Like oh, they were, do, they did a fantastic job of like build up, build up, build up, payoff, and then mm-hmm. huge question, and then to be continued. And you're like, ah, oh, come on! Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I've luckily I've had, I guess, because I started watching it last summer. I didn't actually watch it when it came out, but I started watching it last summer. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like I've had, there's been nights where I'm just like. Such a do I turn it off here? Yeah. Do I take it off here or do I keep going? Like, do I? It's it's binging. Hulu just lets me continue to go and go and go and go and go. And I'm just like, I found, I found myself just wishing I started it sooner. You know, yeah. I was happy I got to binge it. You don't get me wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I enjoyed just because I think yeah, the anxiety of doing week by week. Oh, it would have been. It would have hurt me. It would. <laughs> oh yeah, me, yeah. You know? <laughs> but still, it, it it was it was a great ride, and um, I'm glad we still got a little bit more to go. Yeah, I am too. Um, so, you know, with that cast, that's pretty much I've lived or at least at this point survived for, uh, three seasons. Did it feel like a fresh approach? Did it kind of feel like a, you know, taking on a new sort of venture when you have all these, especially, you know, they're pitching, this is the final season. You're assuming like, oh, we're about to wrap up all these characters, but they introduce a bunch of new ones. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like when you were, you know, sort of doing a lot of directing, doing a lot of casting for the show. Did you feel like a fresh approach? And did you feel like I want to take a fresh approach and even finding these voices? Cause you hear people like, you know, and Iris, you hear Zeno, you hear Bryson, you hear a lot of, you know, great voice actors who are contributing to the show. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you wanted a completely fresh take and just a bunch of fresh kind of, you know, energy to the show? I did. I, I, um, I definitely, you know, I, I know that there are some longer shows that, uh, especially if, uh, you know, this person was a character and their character's gone now, um, like we can bring them back and be somebody else. I really wanted to continue to have everyone have their own voice and their own character and, and not like, well, you wrapped up episode 20. I can bring you back now that it's episode 60. Right. You know, I, I really wanted to keep as far as all of, of the, the bigger, you know, supporting main recurring characters. I wanted them to have, uh, uh, you know, a, an actor and a voice unto which themselves and not, not a bunch of doubling and tripling up of things like that. Um, I also wanted to, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, um, I wanted to find the, who I thought would suit each of these characters the best. Um, you know, granted, I want everyone to have a certain level of experience and a certain level of professionalism and, you know, being great at what they do. For sure. But I, but I also, you know, it doesn't need to be just people who've been doing this 20, 30 years. 
you know, it, uh, it yeah. can be people who are knocking it out of the park, who've consistently proven themselves for, you know, a few years and are still newer to the industry. You know, mm -hmm. I still want to hear those folks. Uh, there were folks that came around in the, uh, in the very first round of casting in, in the first season um, where, you know, they are, are accomplished actors and had done voice work before, but they'd never done anime ever, you know, and I still cast them in the show. Um, and everyone, and every, I think everyone sounds great. I, I'm really pleased with all the performances. Open the doors, cast. man. I, I, I think that they're wonderful. I, I think that everyone in that cast is super, super good at what they do. And I'm so pleased that they had time and agreed to work with me, you know? just everyone who i've seen and and you know we're you know both jeff and i were people of color we're, we're black and we like to see all these representation as well within the cast as well we like you know anyan capone and wow. you see you know and iris included into the show Great a lot moments. of stuff Here, hearing gabe was included into the show i was yes, like wow yes. that's Great incredible so it's like I, I think it just you know we have to applaud you for the just kind of that the great cast that you kind of yeah. did yeah it really does absolutely because you you, you are opening doors, you know. I, I know maybe at that time, you know, like you said, you're you're doing what's best for the show. You're you're looking for you know the right sound, but man, you know, in general, you, you're absolutely opening doors, and yeah, we we appreciate it. Uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. I uh, I I do my best. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you um, let's talk about kind of a standout moment of the show. I think a lot of people were looking forward to this moment, especially, I guess people who've read the manga as well. Um, but then even if you didn't read the manga, I think it was just kind of like a really strong episode. And that was the declaration of war episode. Mm -hmm. Um, the experience kind of, it, it's really a majority of it is, it's kind of Aaron and Reiner and there's some Falco in it and there's, mm -hmm. Oh, and Billy Tiber and all this yeah. other stuff like that. Yeah, and that right. constant build, to this incredible moment, um, did you, what kind of like, I, I just kind of want to know maybe more so the experience of like doing episodes like that. Like, do you, are you, are you there completely at this point, Aaron, who's kind of different now, He's like in, in, yeah, in yeah. the first, in the first three seasons, you kind of get he's like closer to like a protagonist that you kind of known. And then like, because of everything that happens in season three, my favorite scene of season three is the last scene because it kind of like it, when I, when I read the manga, I think the end of season three had more prominence and kind of like, wow, the tone really shifts here. Like it really shifts from inward to outward real yeah. quick. And what was kind of the experience with kind of directing that sort of scene because it's an amazing i think it's probably if, if you had to ask anyone who's a tech on titan fan it easily has jumped into it's everyone's one of top the ones, five for sure moments the, um, the, the closing of season three or no 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 the of declaration war. of war sorry gotcha. just making sure just making sure um <laughs> i uh i i read along with the manga as best as i can i'm definitely a few chapters behind now but luckily we luckily we have this huge break where i can get back into it and finish the manga before uh, the, the show goes back into production. Um, but I knew what was going on with that particular moment, and I knew where it set in the story, and I knew what sort of tone that it was building up to, which was, you know, definitely as far as the anime is concerned, like, the next several episodes are, ah! You know, right. It's just a, a nonstop battle. Um, but the... <clears throat> a lot of the what it feels like the one of the messages of the show is definitely, you know, everything is told from, from perspective and from one person's perspective, they're the hero. And from someone else's perspective, they're the enemy. 
and who's right and who's wrong and all those sorts of things. And this is not the first time it's ever happened, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, I knew that the, the tone of what was happening with Rhina and uh, Aaron uh, in that basement near the stage uh, needed to have a certain quality to it. Um, and uh, I thought that the, the actors did a great job of it. They, you know, along with knowing their characters very well, mm-hmm. they, they shift a little back and forth with me when I want a particular tone or when I want a particular direction. Uh, they trust me with that. And, um, you know, I trust them when they, when they, you know, when they, when we preview it and they come forth with what their interpretation of how these, this particular moment should be. And we all work on shaping it together. Um, I, I loved how it turned out. And I also loved, uh, as far as the, the buildup that was going on outside with Willie Tiber, like I thought that was mm-hmm. really a neat yes. thing to play off of in that particular yes. moment. I love how all of those, uh, I love how that, you know, 10 minute or so period of things just went down. Like I thought that was a really beautiful sequence of animation. I agree. The whole is there show any is, partic- yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, any sure. particular yeah. moment from this final season, part one at least, that that stands out in your mind, whether it be a kind of a personal experience with the show or or kind of like just like, wow, I can't believe like we're here. Um, uh, like any sort of moments that kind of stand out from you from this, like these first 16 episodes of season Let's four. Let's see. Um, the... Um, moment when Zeke puts his plan into action, starts running and does the yell. Um, <laughs> in, in the and then everything that followed after that, including Levi taking him down. Like uh, yeah. all of that was uh-huh. great. So good. <laughs> yeah. Also so just at, at this point, anytime that, uh, that Levi takes somebody down, especially Zeke, you're like, yes, uh-huh. do, that. do that. Do more, more of that. More of that. <laughs> oh my God. We love like, it. We love it. We have our favorite moments. I think one of our, I mean, I think there's like episode six, seven, there's those action and mm-hmm. just heavy action. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like a movie kind of from that sort of perspective. It could have, I felt like it could have been a it movie. A lot a of people were sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. really at this point. I agree with that as well. The, the, uh, the end of Declaration of War leading into the next several episodes of the, uh, the invasion into Liberia. Uh, that stuff was great. All of that battle sequence mm-hmm. stuff. Really Mika, brilliant. Yeah. Mika said just come in to own everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. just awesome. It's just, it was just really cool. It's just, everything is shaping up and shaking down. And it's just, it's really, would you consider this one of the kind of just the best anime that you've ever worked on? Or maybe one of the best you just ever experienced? And and, and actually a second part to that question. Mm-hmm. How mu- how much do you feel like you get to experience the show without looking at it from a perspective of like I also Working. have to <laughs> yeah. yeah work for this yeah so how, what's the maybe that's a two part question do you feel like this is you know an all time anime and then also how much do you actually get to you know experience and live through these moments like we do um, for part one. Uh... And there's, I've been really lucky that I've worked, got to work on a lot of really, really awesome shows. Um, oh yeah. So it's it's hard to uh, you know to to make a top one of anything. But I will say that I love Attack on Titan. I love the tone of it. Like this is straight up my alley. I love action. I love horror. I love thrillers. I love like high drama. I love all mm-hmm. of those things so much. And Attack on Titan definitely has them. Um, I love the story. I love working with the cast. I love the characters. 
uh, it's way up there for me for sure. Um, yes, but yes. It, it, it's hard for me to place a crown on one of the things that I've worked on. So. <laughs> that, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah. from the outside looking in, you know, you guys, you, you did, you did that, you know, you guys are sitting on a classic. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I appreciate it. And that. it's just great to be part of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm so lucky and fortunate that something like this came along and, and that I was, you know, uh, I did express interest in it to the powers that be whenever it was coming down the pipe, which they take into consideration, but they don't have to, you know, like uh, they, it, you know, it could be that for production schedule and whatever means uh, it would be better with this director over here or with this place over here or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just, you know, I was, I was very fortunate in, in multiple accounts to get to work on something as, as monumental as, as this show. So what, what, what drew you to the show? Was it that first episode? Was it kind of the idea and, and stuff about it the idea in general like the idea was compelling uh i had a couple of people um the brand managers uh from you know marketing and etc etc other people from other parts of the building came in uh because they sometimes are privy to information as far as like what's coming down the pipe uh not that we're not privy to it but we're working what's what we're currently working on so we don't have as much time to look forward you know so right. um, I had people give me the heads up of like, hey, man, you should check out this show. It seems to be right up your alley of, as far as the things that you like. And luckily, they all know me well enough where they are absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch a few episodes of this. And I watched like a whole bunch of episodes of that, like in, you know, over a period of just, you know, two, three days. And uh, upon that, I went in and said, uh, I love this show. Uh, I would love to work on it if it's possible. Just expressing that, that this is something that I am interested in. However, that works out, of course, is not up to me. But I just wanted to put my two cents worth and, you know, and then and then and then walk out of the, you know, walk out of the office. So yeah. absolutely. Awesome. Are you how, once again, how much do you get to enjoy the show? Are you watching are you watching the subs like us and just being like, oh, crap, I can't wait to do that. Or like, <laughs> oh, you know, just like watching it. Do you get know, it all at the same time? <laughs> I, I, I know a bunch of people who uh, who do this type of work, do their own pre-production research in different ways. It's very mm -hmm. important to me to experience it the same way as uh, as a fan would in, uh, first off. Okay. So, like, I, I want to watch it or read it without being spoiled. Uh, I'm not trying to do it like it's homework. I watch it because I like it, and I want to find out what happens next because I'm genuinely invested and interested. So every time that I read a new chapter or every time I see, you know, a, a new episode of the anime, which, you know... It, for the past several seasons, uh, I've I've known you know what's going to happen prior to to the animation. So it's more or less like how are they going to animate this moment and how's it going to look and you know how are they going to bring right. it off off of the page onto the screen. Mm -hmm. um, but it's important to me uh, to experience it that way. Like uh, I want to have it cranked either on headphones or in my living room. Uh, I right. want to be engaged with it. I don't want to miss any of it. I'll pause it if anything happens, and then I'll back oh it up. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm about to say we, we kind of move the same way. <laughs> yeah, I am not going to go like yeah, 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 and just watch it while I'm cleaning or something like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. I'm going to watch just that. Yeah, um, yeah it's the only super, way. Super hyper focused on it. Um, sometimes uh, the production part of my brain will pop in like, oh, wow, they brought that person back. Uh, they haven't been in the show in 15 episodes or, right. um, you know, or, oh, 
this particular moment uh, was shortened a little bit for whatever reason. Oh, but they brought it back and the same information is over here. That's interesting. You know, like I'll, I'll think of it that way from time to time, but I mostly right. just want to watch it because I'm invested and I want to see how it turns out. And I love the music and I love everything about it. And it just, you know. Oh, the scoring was fantastic. For sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, we, We're waiting for just the second part. I know it's, it's winter 2022. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're all waiting at yeah, this point. Yeah. Very and, oh, yeah. We're major, we're major fans of this entire show. Um, it's going to end, which is going to suck, but I think it'll live yeah. in time forever. To be honest yeah, with you, I think it's, it's one of those ones, man. Yeah, sure. and and as uh, as much as you know, having a show come to an end can be bad. I've just over like I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years or so now. Uh, my mindset has always been. Um, I would rather it come to a solid ending and, you know, and just nail it than to go on endlessly forever. Like, you know, Absolutely. It, it doesn't need to be, a, you know, Attack on Titan, CSI. <laughs> in space <laughs> or time traveling. Yeah, Titans yeah. in space. Yeah. <laughs> we solved this problem, but now there's this other one, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, we don't need to do that. Like, that, th- this story doesn't need that. It really doesn't, um, yeah. And um, I... You know, I, I like putting the the book in. I like being able to close the book and go like, wow, that was wonderful. Um, I loved it. Um, you know, the, nothing happened in the production. Like, we got to have the final season. Like, we got uh, we got to mm-hmm. experience this. We didn't have right. something happen along the way where it got, where exactly. think, you know, not, not even with no just delays. this show, but just any show in general. Like, it didn't get canceled. Like, we get to, we get to finish it. You know, all these sorts of things uh, for any production that I work on. I'm just like... Yes, we got to wrap that up, and we got to put a little bow on it, and now it's sitting there forever for anytime anyone wants to watch it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, we would be remiss as a as a podcast called The Lookout to not ask anything about Dragon it, Ball. We, we um, absolutely have to, and you know, Mills and I we're we're '90s babies, so we you know this is one of our favorites. Obviously, it's one of you know the Godfather, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, one of the goats and. Uh, I know your experience was what, around 1997. 97 was when I started in on the series. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I the first thing that I worked on was a Dragon Ball movie called uh, Sleeping Princess in the Devil's Castle. Uh, it was one of those movie specials that they had, that right. were like you know, like forty minutes long, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, was it, my first experience with Dragon Ball. What was your life like back in 1997 when that came into your life? I'm, I'm no, we were doing, like, but <laughs> well, let's see. I was, um, uh, let's see. I was wrapping up college. I was. Do- I had already been doing professional acting work for you know a few years and had been acting mm-hmm. off and on since like elementary school. Um, Ooh, okay. I had just gotten to okay. a point where I wanted to continue to pursue that. Um, I had studied a lot of music stuff and studied a lot of acting stuff. So I just really wanted to be active in the arts and do as much with my life through that as possible. Like that's, that's what I wanted to seek out. Um, uh, so I think at the time that I was cast, I had, let's see. Yeah. I would had probably been out of college for just months, like just a few months when I mm-hmm. had that particular audition. Um, so I was working as a as a waiter for sure during wow. that time frame, <laughs> yeah. and uh, had a little uh, efficiency apartment that you know uh, apartments during that time frame were 
a lot more reasonable than <laughs> yeah, apartments I'm sure are now. Crazy yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I look at modern prices. I'm like, that's you know, even within you know, cost of living, et cetera, et cetera. That's insane. Um, but yeah, we're we're talking like you know, a few hundred dollars for my own place a month. Right. Uh, but even with that, you know, like working as a waiter and trying to be a student and all this other stuff, you got to balance everything out. Uh, so that's what yeah. 1997 Mike was like. No, I, I can only imagine. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. We were about seven, eight years old at that time. Yeah, so. we were. Yeah, yeah, we were seven around the time. Just sprouts, but, all right, yeah, sprouts. I want to ask you that because consistently, I mean, you t- you talk about like career work. What? Uh, how does Matt? What does Master Roshi kind of mean just to you? And that you know what you had and doing yeah. that for? Yeah, yeah, for the like, like the last. You know what was about to happen? You know, this is twenty legend. plus years. Yeah, I. Uh, Master Roshi for me was the, you know, the, the gateway into all of this type of media. Like I had watched, uh, you know, once again, being that I'm a, l- a little older than you guys, uh, I watched things like uh, Battle of the Planets, mm-hmm. um, Star mm-hmm. Blazers and stuff like that. Uh, and that was the only, uh, and Speed Racer were some of the only anime that I had known prior to working in the industry. Uh, I had gone to the movies to see things like uh, Akira and Vampire Hunter D and stuff like that um, and Blood the Last Vampire. I think those were some of the, the films that I had seen prior to working on Dragon Ball. Um, mm-hmm. I knew that it was something that, you know, I, I knew enough about it to where I was like, oh, there's merchandise. That must mean it's a thing. Like, there, <laughs> yeah. There are, there are That's a good indication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Truly, um, truly. Um, but as far as for me, that is a character like I've been not everyone, not everyone gets to do something like this. Like I have, this is a character that I've been playing now for like whatever, whatever, what is that? Like 22 years, 23 years yeah. something like that. Um, yeah. You know, there's people who are, you know, widely known for television roles and whatever else that, you know, once again, the run of the show, either it got canceled or it just came to a conclusion or whatever, where you got to play that character for three years, five years, six years, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. even if the, even if the show hasn't gone on, there's been video games and other tie-ins and stuff Absolutely. like that, where I've, I've consistently got to come back to this character who's so fun to play for like over 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and blessing. so it's a huge blessing and it's such a fun character. And I'm glad that they've continued to uh, shape him and, uh, you know, uh, give him storylines and give him room to grow, even though he's, you know, he was old when I met him, you know, he was definitely refreshing that he's, he's gotten new lines. I mean, Mills and I were basically drooling at the, uh, at the tournament re-rise and getting to see him kind of get a shine super again. It's, it's, it's amazing. It was very cool. Yeah, I, I had so many people come up, like you know, like tournament of powers coming. I'm like, cool, man. You know, because I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't get to research Dragon Ball as much because I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not helping to make that dub production happen. I go in to do my right. acting and my part, and I find out what's up and what's been going on in the meantime. But I'm like already buried in lots of other productions that I'm kind of heading up and trying to, you know, complete my, on my own. So I can't do a lot of. Um, research on something where what what my part is to go in and and you know record for 30 minutes or an hour or something like that every couple of weeks uh, i mm-hmm. can't I, I can't delve 10 hours worth of research into that on a regular basis 
Right. Um, so well, I, re I rely on the, the producers and directors and things like that to fill me in. I'm like, okay, I understand, et cetera, et cetera. And I see what's going on. And I have the wonderful Seiyu's performance and the wonderful animation and stuff to work off of. So it all kind of works out. But yeah. Oh, that well, that throws out my question of have you yeah, caught awesome. up to the manga? <laughs> <laughs> have you caught up to the manga? And it, well, more so the question is like, are you, you know, Dragon Ball Super, um, We've been anxiously waiting for a return. I think it's like, yeah, it might have been like, what, 1,123 <laughs> days? Yeah. That, you know, who's counting? But yeah. are you ready at any time to throw the turtle shell back on and get back in the, get back anytime Super decides, like, hey, it's time. We want to enrich your, we want to, you know, a new generation of kids has sprung. It's, I guess it's time to <laughs> do our thing again. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, if and when, I'm I'm still interested for sure. So as, as long as the, as long as they'll have me and as long as I can physically do it, you know, I'll probably catch up to his age at some point and they might even still be making <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, a couple of fast questions before we let you go. Um, you did some work on Mob Psycho 100. It's one of my favorite yes. animes just in general. Do you wish that there was an, another season of the show? Do you wish like it can continue? Because I feel like it's a really great show and that it's a shame that we only have two seasons worth of this thing. I love Mob Psycho. And that's another thing where there's like, you know, there's a lot of rich characters there and there's a lot of room. Like they've, uh, the creators of that uh, universe have created a really cool universe that has a lot of room mm -hmm. to, to grow and to get to know more about this multitude of characters that are in it. Um, I would, of course, love it if there was more of that. You know, that's something, you know, unlike the ending of what's coming up through Titan or, you know, back in the day of uh, Full Metal Alchemist or something like that, where, like, there mm -hmm. is a defined ending. This is where the thing ends. Right. Uh, I don't feel like Mob has reached that yet, like, it's, especially at least in, in what I've seen in the anime. So um, I would I would love for that universe to continue in some capacity because, uh, you know, even if it even if it's not where I can, you know, work on it anymore or whatever, I still want to see it because I'm a fan and I'm invested and I think yeah. that it's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball GT. You don't hear a lot of conversations about Dragon Ball GT. I was working on that as a baby and just kind of like um, we, we love baby over here, by the way. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Baby is a cool character. Yeah. So we will work on it. I mean, there's. <laughs> there there's been a lot of i mean it's kind of like especially with super now coming around it's like oh is gt canon is this thing like how do you what are your kind of lasting if any memories of gt or was it just like you know i'm we're just trying to continue and flesh out this show but like how did you feel kind of going into like oh we're recording gt now oh that's interesting um well at the at the time uh I didn't know that much about GT as far as like the, you know, the reasons fans, you know, either love or like it less or whatever. You know, I, I didn't mm -hmm. realize that it was uh, a, seen as a different entity. I was just like, oh, it's chapter three. Here we go. You know, like, right, oh, right, that's because right. fans are, we're just, yeah, you know, <laughs> fans yeah. are, you know, oh, there's no manga. That means it can't be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's going to have their favorite thing, you know, Every, you know, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of the folks who read Harry Potter books like this is my favorite book or whatever. And this one's not as good or whatever, but I like the whole thing. Like, okay, cool. Like every, every big franchise is like that in my opinion. Um, right. I, uh, I didn't know much about it. I, I do remember them having auditions 
for some of those characters and I straight up did audition for baby. And I'd had that little like gremlin type voice in my arsenal for two years with nowhere to put it. You just been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a character. I had a very short lived character named uh Pui Pui that was in uh Ooh. Dragon Ball. Z. Yeah. We, we know, we know about Pui Pui. Yeah. So, so I was like, I was like, I kind of want to do a Pui Pui thing. I'll make it a little bit different. Um, but like, you know, just, you know, something that sits in there, you know, like, where it has that, that sort of sound quality to it. And uh, I thought that uh, it would it would fit in very well, and apparently the producers thought so too. Um, uh, awesome. I, I love getting to fight uh, all of those huge fights as the you know either the the giant ape form or through Vegeta's body or whatever. Like it, it was all fun. It was it was that was a lot of fun for me uh, to get to play a, a huge villain role like that. Oh, that's amazing. That's First awesome, of all, I, we just want to let you know that Jeff and I was having a debate before this because <laughs> we were like, okay, we can... I was like, I'm not asking anyone to do any voices on this show. We don't do that. <laughs> it's, it's just not something we I, do. You know? It's just right. not something like... it's. I feel like it's taboo to be like, and do so, the uh, thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm personally happy that you were that you blessed us with the baby. That's voice all we needed. That's all we needed. <laughs> because That's we didn't want to outwardly ask anything, but because I'm just like, oh, that's kind of tag. Oh, it's kind of it's like you know he gets paid to do this thing. Like yeah, he's, he gets paid. Fine. He's, but you blessed us. We're not baby anyways. on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So thank you for that. No um, worries, man. Uh, well, you're also Ojiro in My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. um, which is currently airing now, season five. He's doing his thing. You might, I think, you have an episode coming up, or maybe it'll be uh, by the time it's come out, it might be already be live already. Um, just you, any cool, any favorite episodes of that show, and maybe even Dragon Ball as well. Do you have any particular favorite episodes of My Hero or Dragon Ball, or? Let's see. For uh, for my hero, I haven't seen enough of it. It's it's in a similar situation to the Dragon Ball for me, uh, mm-hmm. as far as like I don't get to research it as much, and I try to just catch what I can when I can. Um, right. Uh, I've enjoyed it, and it thinks I I think it looks very cool. But a lot of what I've seen is from the perspective of my character and who he interacts with. <laughs> so right. I, I don't I don't have as much inter- information on that one. With Dragon Ball, I did do some ADR directing uh, for. Uh, Dragon Ball and for some some Z and things like that and help out from time to time. Uh, I like the um, let's see the Android arc and then what was immediately after it. There was one of the tournaments. Ooh, the other world tournament mm, or the see. Cell Games? Cell Games, yeah. Cell the games. Android leading into the Cell Games. That was my favorite little section of Dragon Ball Z. Oh my god, I love that part. That's is yeah, my favorite arc too. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we had a lot of fun talking about it. So that's good. That's good. Uh, let's see. Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? All right, here we go. Who do you prefer? Uh, this is the biggest prefer. question of the night. They both worked really, on both. Yeah, they're both really good, uh, and they're they're great in their own ways. Um, I I the Brotherhood was the last of the of the two that I worked on, so I just have a special place for it. Oh. Um, and. Uh, you know, I know that it follows the manga closer, so there's there's that aspect. Mike, of it well, Mike, so. the resume, man. You know, Brotherhood is just. <laughs> I mean, oh man, maybe number one ever. I mean, you're you've done great work, man. You've done great work. Thank you. I'm I'm once again I'm I'm fortunate to be you know presented with someone else's great work that I just get to ha- you know help 
carry along and tell that st- same story to uh, a new group of listeners and a new, new set of eyes. But um, I definitely want to do my part to honor what's already there and, and make it the, the best that I think that it can be. So, Okay. Two more questions. Um, mm-hmm. One, we got um, biggest misconception about dubbing and or directing. Um, let's see. Biggest misconception dubbing and or directing. Uh, that it's simple and that <laughs> we don't care about what it is that we're working on. We just think that it's all for funsies. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know that's not true now. Yeah. That's, no, yeah, we, yeah. we've interviewed you, you too many voice actors to know. Yeah. We have, yeah, we have a, a deep appreciation for sure. I yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Yeah. Um, and final question. What's one anime that you would love to work on? Maybe something that you've seen, maybe something that you experienced that you're like, damn, I wish I worked on that. I wish I could contribute to this. Once yeah, caught your eye a little bit. Well, um, I mean, I don't know, because part of the reason I enjoy it so much is because of the way that it already is. So I definitely wouldn't want to, like, you know, take away from it, like, you know, I want to be in there instead of that person or, you know, I'd like <laughs> right. to character. But, like, oh, you're right. if they came back and made, like, another season, uh, I'm not even sure how they would do it. I just love this universe. If they made more Wolf's Reign, uh, I would love to be part of Wolf's Reign. I thought mm. that was a really cool show and a very good dub, and it was just a really interesting concept. Um, and uh, if they made and continued Trigun in some capacity uh, and oh, make new characters for that, that would be a fun thing to jump into. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, amazing. Nothing but respect th- for that. Mike, thank you. Thank you for joining thank us. You, this has been a great discussion. It was an honor. This is it's an honor, truly. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, for no all the worries, amazing man. work that you've done and you've contributed and stuff like that, it's an honor to speak to you and just, you know, have, have a little bit of your time in such a busy day and stuff like that. Or just you or just who keeps busy all the time. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> I appreciate that so very much. And it's so it's been so fun talking with both you guys. I, I appreciate it. And it's been a, thank you so it's, much, been a, man. it's been a fun hour of chatting it up. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, you can follow the lookout at the lookout RNC on Twitter. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere where you can find podcasts, YouTube, all this other place at the lookout on RNC Radio. Um, And yeah, we'll be back next week. We might just end up just talking and just like outreally just calling, you know, catching up on what's new and what's fresh and kind of everything like that. but yeah, thank you. This has been a great episode. Um, hope you stay subscribed. Yes. Don't meet us there. Beat us there. Meet this is the lookout. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>